0: Welcome to Women of Courage, Living the Gospel with Power. I'm sure many of you have spent time reading Psalms 23, but how does this song that David wrote to and about the Lord answer the question, who is Christ? Well, let's read Psalms 23, and let's see what the Holy Spirit reveals to us. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my shepherd. David chooses to use the word Lord, all caps, to reveal to the reader whom he knew Christ to be. Now, this can be a little sticky and tricky because some do not look for Christ in the Old Testament. Now, the translation for the word Lord, when it is all caps, is Yahweh, which means the righteous judge, the self-existing one. He is eternal. He is timeless. Yahweh took what he made, dry land, dirt, and added something vital to it, himself, the breath of life. Then man became a living soul. Genesis 2-7 When David wrote this song to the Lord, possibly while watching over his father's sheep, he is trying to paint a picture for us of Yahweh, of Christ. Psalms 23 informs us that the Lord, the self-existing, the eternal one, is our shepherd. Now what does that do for you? Do you know that your shepherd is eternal? The word our in this song O U R gives us license to take possession. He is my shepherd, mine. He belongs to me and I to him. That may sound weird, but if we don't take a possessive perspective on our relationship with Christ, we find ourselves looking, as it were, from a distance, longing to belong, always feeling outside of a relationship that is essential to us. He belongs to each of us, not as someone we can control and manipulate and use for our purposes, but I'm speaking of the level of intimacy and closeness we can have with Christ today. So who is our shepherd and what is he doing for us? When we reread Psalms 23 verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd. It says, I shall not want. Psalms 80 verse 1 says, Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leads Joseph like a flock. And in Isaiah forty eleven, He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. And in the 10th chapter of John, we read, But he that enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep. Now in Hebrews thirteen twenty, we read, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep. And 1 Peter 5, 4 says, And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Now because I acknowledge Christ, the Lord, all caps, Yahweh to be my shepherd, I shall want for no good gift. He is my companion. He leads, he instructs, he watches over me, he restores, he guides, he comforts, he provides, he redeems, he anoints. Now here is a part of being our great shepherd that we struggle with. Go with me to Hosea 2.14 and I will read in your hearing. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortable words unto her. Sometimes on our journey We are led through desolate places. Many lessons are taught and hopefully learned about ourselves, but mainly about the Lord Yahweh, our great shepherd. I know what it's like. You think you're going mad, but Christ's promise is true, and that is when he has tried us, when he has tried me, when he has tried you, we shall come forth as gold, tried in the fire. It is Jesus that keeps his hands on the dial that controls the fire. That is to burn the dross off of us and out of us. I have had such a week. The Lord kept telling me, like the eagle when sensing an approaching storm coming, he doesn't try to outfly the storm, but intentionally and purposefully turns towards the storm and allows the wind to get underneath his wings and lift him above the storm. I also read this week in Second Chronicles, just this morning, again, that said Christ will lead us to the watchtower in the wilderness. And as far as I can see, we see what Christ has done on our behalf. Name your enemy. It could be fear or loneliness or doubt, unforgiveness, rejection, abandonment, and anger. Give it a name. And then give it to God. The battle is not yours, but his. Only be not afraid nor dismayed of that enemy that you have given a name to. And the enemy we see today, we shall see no more. Why? Because we have turned it over to the Lord, Yahweh, the self-existing one, the one who is eternal, the one who is our great shepherd, who has promised we shall not want. And we will know that we have given it to him when it no longer has power over us, when it is no longer the filter in which we view our world. Our filter becomes the cross. Our filter becomes Jesus' life. Our filter becomes his love and his greatness and his mercy and his tenderness in which we view life through. The Lord is our shepherd. We are wanting for nothing absolutely nothing. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Women of Courage, Living the Gospel with Power. You are the most courageous woman I know. And I thank you for allowing me to be a part of your life. Until next time, be blessed.